Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the art of weight loss. This is Gordon, and if you've never been here before, if you've never watched a video here before, welcome. Um, this is something I love doing, and today I'm going to be talking about three myths. Let me turn my hand. Three myths uh, that are are very near and dear to my heart. Um, these are things that come up all the time. These are misconceptions and misbeliefs and, um, and quite honestly, they're myths uh, that people tend to believe because they are told these things by people or they read them on blogs or they see them on YouTube channels or something for years and years and years and years and years. So much so to the point where they just believe that this is the way you get results. And without these things, you might get a little bit of results here and there. You might get a little something. You might lose a few pounds. You might get a little stronger, whatever, but you won't really get the results that you want. Okay. That's what people believe. If they don't do these things, they won't really get the results that they want, which is unfortunate. Okay. So, um, by the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast, cause this will be airing on the podcast and you want to see this stuff on Facebook, come join the free group. It's called the art of weight loss. There's a ton of stuff in here. That's not on the podcast and then vice versa. If you're watching this on Facebook and the art of weight loss and you want to check out the podcast, which has a ton of content that's not here, uh, then go search for the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. It's on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, like basically all the major channels. So um, yeah, if you want to do that and you want to see you know, more of the content, you want to listen to it on your drive to work, whatever, the podcast is, is where you can do that. And there's a lot of stuff there, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So all right, anyways, three huge myths. Okay, these are, these are awesome because these come up all the time. In fact, um, I had a couple uh, enrollment calls today with uh, some new uh, potential prospective new clients, and and these things came up. Okay, these were myths that we had to bust right there, on the spot, on the phone, and uh, and it was awesome because I, I can I can almost like hear the light bulb going off and the aha moment happening with people, and like the tonality changes, the inflection changes in their voice once they hear this stuff. Okay, and now it's important before I dive into this stuff. It's important that you understand where these things come from, like how, I, let me rephrase that, how I know that these are myths and that I'm not just making this up. Uh, okay. Well, first and foremost, I have lived all three of these things. Okay. All three of these myths, I believed wholeheartedly when I was younger, like 10, 11, 12, 13 years ago, I believed all these things. And so I did what intuitively felt like the right thing, which was 
Let me see if I can practice this stuff. Let me see if I can overcome what these myths are telling me to do. Let me see if I can do what these myths are telling me I need to do. Because back then they weren't myths. These were things I believed, right? But I continued to push through, right? And, and try to lean into this stuff and I got no results. And then once I basically did the opposite is when I saw results, okay? It was kind of crazy to, to think that it was that simple, but it was that simple. Uh, now, once I did that for myself and I was able to transform myself, we're talking almost 90 pounds, uh, which is the amount of weight that I lost back in 2009, eight, eight and nine, 2008, 2009, I then went on to help other people do that over and over and over and over again using the same principles, which is the opposite of what these, these beliefs are that a lot of people have. Okay. So like these three things are responsible for transforming like dozens and dozens and dozens of people, uh, hundreds probably. So, um, let's just dive right in. All right. So the first one is this, you need to be incredibly strong to have muscle definition and to build muscle. You need to be incredibly strong. Now this myth, this, this is a, this is a misbelief right off the bat. And it's also one that comes in a few different shapes and sizes, a few different forms. So a lot of people think if I want to build muscle, if I want to lean out and really build muscle, if I want to build up my shoulders, for example, if I want to build up my chest, if I want to build up my, my legs, I need to lift a ton of weight. Like I need to lift a shitload of weight and I need to do this constantly. I need to constantly be lifting more and constantly pushing myself to lift more uh, or to do more reps to, 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 to perform more reps at this incredibly high weight to do that over and over again in order to build muscle and in order to get muscle definition. So there's no way I could possibly have a lean, you know, kind of like a V tapered look with a six pack and all that. If I'm not lifting crazy amounts of weight. Okay. That is a myth. It's actually, it's, it's completely wrong. Now I don't know where this came from. I was probably just some sort of intuitive thing that someone decided was was gospel you lift more weight you put on more muscle you put on more muscle you start to lean out you start to look you know muscular okay i mean that makes sense when you look at it that way but that is the uneducated approach to trying to identify what causes muscle to develop okay that's the uneducated approach to try to identify what causes muscle to develop the truth is what causes muscle to develop is not to lift more weight Okay. It's not to lift more weight. That's not how muscle develops. How muscle develops is through a process called hypertrophy. Okay. Which is basically, uh, another way of looking at it too, is time under tension. Okay. Time under tension. Um, now those are kind of like, they probably don't mean a lot to you. Those terms, time under tension, hypertrophy, but basically it looks like this. When you lift a weight, any weight doesn't matter. Honestly, it really doesn't matter how much the weight is. Uh, for, for all intents and purposes, we'll just, you know, pick a random weight when you're lifting a hundred pounds. Okay. When you're lifting a hundred pounds, your muscles, let's just say you're bench pressing a hundred pounds, your muscles will contract in order for that to happen. Okay. Your muscles are going to contract, which is basically means you're, you're flexing, right? Uh, your muscles are going to contract to handle that weight. So they're going to be under tension. They're going to contract, they're going to tighten up. And that is telling your ner central nervous system that they're under tension and to stay under tension. Okay. And this feedback loop between your muscle fibers and your central nervous system just goes back and forth over and over and over again, as long as it's under tension. Well, as you continue to lift weights, as you continue to push through and just do more reps, 
um, even though the weight isn't like incredibly high, your, your muscles are constantly under tension to the point where they can't do that forever. They will eventually tear. Okay. They will eventually, eventually tear. And that is how muscle that begins the muscle creation process. The muscle building process is that right there. As long as they're under tension, they have the opportunity to tear. And when they tear, they are now in prime position to be rebuilt bigger and rebuilt stronger. Okay. You do not need to lift thousands and thousands of pounds or hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds in order for that to happen. Okay. Time under tension is everything. Meaning if you perform a rep a little bit slower, okay, but it takes you a little bit longer, like you go really, really slow with it. And that's, that's just rep tempo. Then your time under tension will be longer. Okay. And that will lead to hypertrophy at a higher level than lifting a ton of weight really, really, really fast. Okay. We're talking specifically about building muscle and getting muscle definition here. We're not talking about powerlifting. We're not talking about training to be a football player. We're talking specifically about building muscle and building muscle definition, which in turn, by the way, will burn body fat and change your body composition. Okay. But it comes down to this time under tension. Okay. Time under tension. So here's what you want to do. This is an actionable thing for you to do. Go to the gym. When you're lifting weights, instead of trying to lift as much as possible, try to find a, a weight value where you can do 10 to 12 reps. And you know that when you finish that set, you'll have like three or four left in the tank. Okay. And as you're performing those reps, slow them down so that you're doing like a one second up, a one second down, and then a one second in between timer. So you have one second through the eccentric part of the movement. Okay. Where you're bringing it towards your body or bringing it towards gravity. And then one second concentric where you're pushing it away from the earth. And then you have one second in between those reps. Okay. If you follow that tempo and you follow that, that range of reps, you will see much more growth than if you just try to power through as much weight as possible. Okay. Um, now there's a lot of, a lot of execution details here that aren't, um, I don't have time to really go into here without making this like multiple hours long. Um, that's the type of thing I get into with my clients, which is why this is called the art of weight loss. Right. But this is really the scientific thing that, that happens guys is time under tension will tear your muscles. Okay. It will tear them down. And then with the proper nutrition and you get the right amino acids in your body and you get your glycogen, like glycogen stores, back up so that your body's not feeding off of protein, whatever, right? That's kind of like the, the, the food part of it. I won't get into that too much. Once you do that, once you have that under control and you have that strategy all mapped out, then your muscles will rebuild themselves bigger and stronger through muscle protein synthesis. That's what happens after you tear your muscles and you have amino acids on deck basically to shuttle right to the muscles that were just recently, uh, had undergone trauma through <laughs> weightlifting and you can rebuild them faster and bigger and stronger. Okay. Um, that's the very low level or the very high level overview of all that, that whole thing. Okay. But just, you know, the main punchline here is that lifting more weights, like trying to go for personal records all the time, uh, is not the way to build muscle. Okay. And not the way to build muscle definition. Okay. Not the way to really get a lean physique. In fact, when you start looking at power lifters or people who just, just generally like, like you normal people, who maybe work in an office, but they try to do this. They go and they try to deadlift as much as possible. And they, you know, they don't care about anything else other than getting as much weight as possible. 
while that's cool and everything, a lot of times they're overweight and really unhappy with their body, even though they're really strong. They're strong for one rep. They're strong for two reps. There is some <laughs> exclusivity here between lifting a lot of weight and being fit and being in shape and being lean. Okay. Those, those things are not, those things are exclusive from each other. Okay. They are not tied together, right? There's some crossover, but they're not tied together. They're two very different things. All right. So if you are of the camp that believes you need to lift more weight constantly over and over and over again, uh, in order to build muscle and get muscle definition and become lean and really get like that, that lean physique that you probably want, like a six pack, or maybe not even a six pack, maybe just lean. Maybe you just want to fit into clothes that are several times smaller, right? And you just want to be lean. You just want to have some muscle definition. Um, lifting a ton of weight is not the answer to that. Okay. Uh, all right. So number two, you need to work out daily. Okay. I've heard this a lot. Okay. I hear this all the time. <laughs> and when I'm talking to new clients, this is something they, they expect me to say. So when I'm talking to someone, even before they become a client, when we're going through kind of the application interview process, cause I don't just, you know, I don't let everyone come in here. I don't make an invitation to everyone for a, a myriad of reasons, but when I'm having that initial conversation, a lot of times people will think that I'm going to come out and say, okay, you need to work out six times, seven times a week, you know, like, or, or sometimes even do a bunch of doubles, like, you know, a double session on Wednesday where you're working out in the morning and then you're working out again in the afternoon in order, in order to like accelerate results or something. Um, that is actually not true. That's actually not true. You don't need to train harder and more often to get muscle definition to, 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 to appear or to lean out to make that stuff appear or even to really, um, to even just like lose weight, right? Forget about muscle definition, just to lose weight. If you think that training two times a day is the solution to that, I'm telling you it's not. Uh, I used to think this was, so I would train until like, I would train and work out um, until I was just like burnt out. I was like totally fatigued, like two, three hours straight, four hours sometimes. Um, and while I still do that sometimes, it's just for fun. It's because I enjoy it, not because I'm, you know, trying to to get leaner. And I'm using that as my, my method of getting leaner. Um, none of my clients who have lost 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds have ever been in a program that I designed where they had to train four of well, four or four is about the, the cap. Um, but none of them have had to train five, six, seven days a week. Okay. Um, you know, five every once in a while, depending on the person's goals, but I've never actually put together a program where someone was training more than five days a week. It's actually never happened. So in 10 years, uh, now people think this because they fall back to this belief system that a you can out train a bad diet, which you can't and B training working out is the solution to losing weight and and building the body of your dreams. Like those are the things that people think. Uh, when, when in, in reality, guys, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to revealing muscle definition, diet is the, the, it's the more important of the two. They're both incredibly important, but that is the more important of the two. Okay. Um, it just, it just is, it just is. You do not need to train five, six, seven days a week in order to build out the body of your dreams. Will it help? Yeah. It will probably accelerate things a little bit. Um, but you know, there is a cap on how much you can break down your body in a week span and rebuild it. You know, that stuff does take time. Rest days are critical. Sleep is critical. Um, taking time, like literally taking time out of the gym 
away from lifting weights is incredibly important to allow those muscles to rebuild. I talked earlier about getting amino acids into your body and having them shuttle, having them shuttled through your bloodstream to those muscles that you tore when you were at the gym. Well, once they're there, muscle protein synthesis begins. And once that begins, it takes time for that to happen. Right? That process takes time. It takes hours. And so from the moment you train to the next time you train, let's just say it's 24 hours. That's great. Hopefully you're doing a different muscle group because chances are the muscle protein synthesis process from the first day isn't quite complete yet. So you're doing a different muscle group the next day. And then you, you know, train again on that third day. And even though you're not necessarily training the same muscle group, there is such a thing as synergist muscles versus prime mover muscles. So you will activate all those things all the time when you're in the gym, just by moving weights around and stuff like that. And you will constantly have these moments where your muscles are under tension. And what that all leads up to, if you're training every single day is a, a point where, you know, you're not really allowing ample recovery to happen. And therefore you're not really allowing ample growth to occur. Okay. So you do this enough times and you will start to hit diminishing returns. Fatigue is a real thing. Uh, you will stunt the ability to, to continue growing at the rate you want to grow at and ultimately it just slows everything down. So, uh, my point is you training every day is not going to make things better. It's not going to make things faster. It's not going to get you the results that you want. And just because you're in the gym and you're sweating hard and you're tired and you're worn out and you feel like you're working, yes, you're burning a few calories, but that's not what's going to get you results. Okay. That's not really what's going to get you results. It will help a little bit, but it's not going to be the thing that gets you results. You're better off. Honestly, you're better off having a solid, and I mean, not, not just randomly chosen, but a solid structured strategic four day plan that is intentional and purposeful and 100% maps to your goals, you're better off doing that and then using your recovery days as recovery days or maybe, maybe sprinkling in a little bit of cardio just to create a wider caloric deficit. You're better off doing that than you are in the gym floundering and doing a bunch of bullshit six, seven days a week. Like I see so often with people who just end up on the hamster wheel. I talk about the hamster wheel a lot. The hamster wheel is those people who go to the gym five, six, seven days a week and they do a bunch of stuff and they're sweating and they're working and they don't ever actually look any different. They don't ever actually lose any weight. They don't ever actually really make any progress. Now they'll tell you, hey, I'm down three pounds or whatever, uh, but on any given day, you can fluctuate three, four, five pounds. On It's water, it's not really real, it's not really real. But to lose actual body fat um, there's, there's a structured process to it. Okay. And everyone's different, by the way, every single person's different. A meal plan that works for me is not going to work for every other 34 year old man who's six feet tall, who's you know 199 pounds, 198 pounds with my level of experience. Like everyone's different. Uh, so it really comes down to what works for you, what maps to your goals, what builds in things that and you enjoy that you can repeat. Okay. Cause that's all part of it too. Um, I'm kind of taking a little detour here, but my main punchline, I'll just reiterate it, is you do not need to work out every single day. So if you think you need to, all right, hopefully this is a, an awakening that, you know what, this isn't the solution. This isn't the thing that's going to move the needle the most. Being intentional and being focused and being purposeful for four days a week or three days a week even is much more effective than floundering 
for six or seven. Okay. All right. So uh, number three is, uh, this is myth number three, is that you need to give up all the foods that you love. Okay. And a lot of times people think um, I need to give up everything that's bad. I need to give up junk food, right? And they just, they categorize junk food as, you know, basically everything with more than three or four ingredients. Um, anything that's like in those middle aisles of the grocery store, anything that comes in a box, uh, anything like that, chips, like all that stuff. People consider all that stuff junk food. And uh, I get it, you know, it's fine. Um, but the, the, the belief that you need to give up all that stuff in order to lose weight and in order to make progress is actually not true. Okay. It's actually not true. And, um, you know, again, I had a, I actually had another call today with a prospective client who was talking about this stuff a little bit and she was expressing to me all the things that she's never going to do to try and lose weight because she has failed so many times and she's had so much trouble making progress because she was utilizing these diet approaches that other people were teaching her. And they, a lot of them taught this kind of thing which was give up all these foods that you love, give up all this stuff and you need to eat this stuff. You need to eat this, this, and this. I know you don't like it. I know you don't want to eat it, but you have to eat all this stuff. Well, she failed at achieving the results that she wanted because of those strict and tight rules. And the problem, the biggest problem is those strict and tight rules actually aren't real. That's the thing, guys. They actually aren't real. Uh, so one of the best approaches, and like this is a general rule of thumb. This is what I what I follow. This is what I believe in. This is what I practice uh, for myself and for a lot of my clients. Uh, is that the majority of the time you should be following a general eighty twenty rule, where eighty percent of the time, eighty percent of the nutrition, I'll say eighty percent of the nutrition that you ingest, eighty percent of the foods that you ingest should be low ingredient count, whole food, you know, clean foods, um, not necessarily single ingredient, but just like whole foods, right? Stuff from the earth, lean meats. Um, if you're a vegetarian, you know, tempeh, stuff like that, a lot of plants, um, nuts, things like that, right? That should make up about 80% of your diet, okay? And then 20% of your diet should be stuff that is falls under that junk food category, right? Now you don't have to do this, right? This isn't something you have to do, but for most people, this is the key that keeps them sane. This is the key that keeps this thing repeatable because by the way, I don't know if, <laughs> if you've ever realized this, but when you are doing something that you enjoy and it's getting you amazing results, guess what? You keep doing it. It's really easy to keep repeating that. It's really easy to keep repeating that. Um, and one the 80, 20 rule is exactly that. Okay. So 80% of the time you're eating a lot of vegetables, you're eating a lot of lean meats, you're eating a lot of, of single ingredient or like very, very low ingredient sources. Okay. And then 20% of the time, you know, have that craft beer or have, um, have that slice of pizza or, you know, whatever, uh, chips, <laughs> you know, have those Skittles, whatever it is, right? If you do that and you're very aware of the numbers because you've been practicing it and you kind of know like, okay, you know, calories are everything, energy balance is everything, macros play a big role here. When you do that stuff, you follow that strategy, all of it comes together and you end up losing weight. 
like really, really well. Now, how you put together this plan, again, this is this is where the art form piece comes into play. Uh, this is where like the strategy really has to be tight. Okay. And it's actually it it is an art form. It is something that you you get better at as you do it. And um, this is what we teach all the time. This is what I help my clients figure out. This is what I put together for them in the beginning and then hold their hand through as we continue to go down to pro- through the process so that they can do this on command, like for the rest of their life is this exact thing. It's like understanding the numbers, understanding energy balance, which is calories in calories out, not just the words, but understanding what that really means and, and how it works with your body. And then understanding what macros really are and how they work in your body and you know, how to, pref- how to set up preferences and, and stuff like that. And then build out meal plans around those things and then be able to do that over and over and over and over again. And in the beginning, you know, it starts off with a lot of number tracking and a lot of, a lot of like math and, and figuring out, you know, which numbers fit in the box the right way. And then as you go through the process, as the skill becomes native and natural to you, then you can start to do this stuff intuitively because you know what food looks like, you know, you know what portions really look like. You can associate the numbers in your head really quickly to what you see in front of you. And that's a skill guys that once you master that, once you master that skill, you will never, ever, ever struggle with weight ever again. I promise it's that simple. It's not easy, but it is that simple. Okay. You don't need to give up foods you love. You don't need to stop drinking wine or beer or whatever. You don't need to give up ice cream. You don't need to give up pizza. Okay. You don't need to do any of that stuff. What you need to do is understand and be taught and then have your hand held through that process so that you can master this, the art of applying macros and calories and energy balance and building meal plans around that stuff. Okay. It is an art. (laughs) Again, it's a skill. You build it through repetition. And what I teach here in the Mind Body Academy, what we teach is learning that without hitting every single fit, pit, uh, I can't even say the word, (laughs) every single pitfall, uh, every single trap, you know, landmine that's along the way, which are all the things that I endured the hard way, you know, 10, 11 years ago, which is like when you're building a meal plan, like, oh, this looks like a good idea. Let me follow this. And then all of a sudden you find out three months later, oh shit, this isn't working. (laughs) Maybe I need to change this here. Uh, And then try that for three months. You're like, oh shit, it's still not working, but it is a little bit better. Let me make this change over here. Let me just adjust my fats and then go through that process and then do it with other people and see the dynamics from person to person to person and how, you know, everyone's body's a little bit different. And then as you do that, you start to develop, you know, which is what I did. You start to develop that skill, not just how to do it for myself, but how to do it for other people because everyone is a little bit different, which is why I was saying earlier, you know, not everyone that matches my same dimensions is going to react the same to the caloric boundaries that I'm using and the macro boundaries that I'm using. And I see the same thing every day with my clients. You know, they, a lot of them are the same height, age, range, and, you know, the relatively same figure, but they have very different macro profiles. They have very different caloric profiles. And what gets one results, you know, for some people doesn't, is not going to get results for others. So it is a skill, guys. And I love teaching this skill because, and then watching people do this, and, uh, and it's crazy too, cause they, they'll mess up over and over and over again, which is awesome. Cause I'm sitting there watching, I'm holding their hand through it. And then eventually it just, it clicks. They're like, Oh yeah. Um, Hey, I made this change and I feel really good about it. And I uh, just wanted, wanted your thoughts. Like this would be a message that I would get and I'll look at it and I'll say, dude, yeah, 
you got it. Like you, you got it. <laughs> You're starting to figure it out. It's really starting to click. And when I see that light bulb go off, it's an awesome moment because I know that that person has now up leveled and they've, they're going to be able to, to put this stuff into practice for real, like in you know a couple of years when we're no longer working together or whatever, if we're no longer working together, they'll be able to do this over and over and over again. It's really, really cool to see. So um, anyways, guys, so those are the three things. The first, I'll just recap. The first one is, uh, this is myth number one, that you need to be inc- incredibly strong to build out muscle definition and to build out a lean and fit physique. Okay. That's myth number one. You do not need to lift incredible amounts of weight to do that. Okay. You do not need to be a bodybuilder. You do not need to be a power lifter. You don't need to be any kind of competitive like weightlifter in order for this to happen. It's all about having the right strategy, applying things the right way, doing this with intelligence, and then understanding how muscles are actually developed, which is not through lifting as much weight as possible. Uh, number two, you need to work out. This is myth number two. You need to work out daily. Okay. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do it. You do not need to work out daily. Uh, in fact, you don't even need to work out really more than like half of the week, every week. Okay. Um, one little note on this. When I was going through training school <laughs> years ago, uh, years ago, one of the things that was taught was that, okay, uh, the average adult should, should be active for 30 minutes a day over the course of a week. Okay. Um, I do agree with that. However, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in that, that teaching that I didn't agree with even around that thing. Um, but if you have, I'll just say this, like I've shifted those numbers quite a bit to, if you have four hours a week, four hours a week, then you have enough time to literally build the body of your dreams. Okay. You don't need to work out every single day. If you have four hours a week, you have enough time to build the body of your dreams. Okay. Whatever that is. I'm serious, whatever that is. The only caveat to that is if you want to build out a body like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that, okay, then we have to talk because things are a little bit different and you're going to need to change your diet and probably work out a little bit more than that. But for the rest of us who aren't ambitious in in the space of competitive bodybuilding at the highest level uh, and you just want to lose some weight and really build out that figure that would make you happy and confident and proud then again, it's four hours a week that will give you the results that you're looking for. I promise it's about doing it the right way. And then, uh, myth number three guys is that you need to give up all the foods that you love and eat a bunch of stuff that you don't like in order to get results. Not true. Not at all. There's like almost nothing that is off limits here. As long as you're doing it the right way, as long as your nutrition strategy is built the right way. Okay. Now, again, this all comes down to your goals. It comes down to your ambitions, it comes down to your likes and dislikes, but, uh, there's nothing that I don't like even saying there's good foods and bad foods. I don't believe in that. What I do believe is that there's foods that map to your goals right now. And there's foods that don't map to your goals right now, but even one step further, you can make foods that quote unquote, don't map to your goals right now, fit into the plan that will still get you to your goals. Okay. You can still do that. You can still do that. Uh, it's not impossible. It's not magic. It's not some weird, crazy thing that, you know, only a select few people in the population are able to do. There's no genetic advantages here that you need in order to make this stuff work. It's just about having the right strategy, having the right mentorship, and then having your hand held through the process to navigate all those, those booby traps and all those landmines I was talking about earlier. So guys, if you need help with this stuff, if you're really struggling to 
make progress, to lose that weight that you want to lose, to build out this muscle that I'm talking about, to build the lean physique that you've always wanted. And by the way, age is not a factor here. Just in case you're wondering, I get that question a lot. Age is not a factor. Um, I have clients that are in their 60s that are absolutely dominating. Anyways, um, if you need help with this stuff, okay, if you're looking for that guidance, if you're looking for the sort of thing, and this is a must for you, like this is no longer, I'm done dabbling, I'm done screwing around the hamster wheel, I'm putting it behind me, I'm done doing this yo-yo bullshit, I'm ready for results, I'm ready for this to happen now, then I invite you to jump on a call and see if you're a good fit for the Mind Body Academy. This is what we do every single day. And you can do that by going over to my website. It's gordonalight.com forward slash call. Okay, this is a totally free call. Jump on the call at usually about 45 minutes. We'll talk about you. We'll talk about what's working. We'll talk about what's not working. We'll talk about your goals. What actually do you want to achieve and why? All right, and we'll put together a game plan to get you there. Okay. And then if you are a great fit for the mind body Academy, great. I'll extend an offer to you and you can jump in and we can get you started right away. And if you're not, that's fine. I'll send you off to a resource that I think will help you to try and get you to your result some other way. And that's totally cool. Right? So again, if you want to do that, guys, I encourage you to go over to the website, gordonalight.com forward slash call and book that call and let's talk. Right? Let's see what we can do. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it here. I'm going to punch out. Thank you guys for everyone who punched, uh, punched in here and jumped on. And um, again, if you want to see this stuff on Facebook, guys, go over and join the free group, The Art of Weight Loss. Not every live that I do like this makes it to the podcast. And then likewise, guys, if you're watching this on Facebook and you want to check out the podcast, it's, uh, it's called The Strength of Body and Mind. You can find that on all the major platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all of them. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, I'm going to punch out here. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. See ya.